0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, g'day, welcome to the show, Badge and Sats. Joining you
2: for a, another big night of sport on Sports Day. G'day, Scotty Sattler. Team this Tuesday. A few uh, not surprises, but a few players are
3: coming back. Well, teams that have struggled, Badge and, and G'day listeners as well, uh, that have made changes and still seem to think they've got to make changes, even though they're losing. And I think sometimes when you lose, you've just got to. I think you got to stay patient. You've got to give some. Some the ability for some key positions to get some uh, get some fluency in some combination about them.
2: Well, they haven't had much of a chance to get combinations in the Broncos because they've uh, changed their halves again. I think you said for the fourth time in fourth time in seven, seven, or eight eight weeks, eight eight rounds yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Toddie Payton from the Cowboys. He's going to join us. Good uh, our hot topic as well. And bring our cricketers home. Let's get them home. It's crazy over there in the IPL. Woogie's filthy about this. He's saying, "What's what, fair income?" So woogie, anyway, we'll, Woogie d- said, "We'll discuss is, that." Woogie said, "Is Manus Island still open?" Yeah, well, I think they'd <laughs> rather be there. <laughs> I did. <laughs> they, do you reckon if they had that option, that's not a bad option. If they had that option, would they say, yeah, well, we'll go there for a while"? It's um, it's pretty uh out of control over there. COVID, very, very sadly, over in India, uh, and we're going to talk about that in our uh, in our. Hot topic, uh, you got a good guy watch, Sats. Good guy watch. We like to do this each and every week if
3: someone in any sport does something really well. And Latrell Mitchell, he had a big day uh, yesterday where he um, he presented to the sporting world his thoughts around trolling on social media. Yeah. Um, the NRL and the Rugby League Players Association, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, they're trying to endeavour to collectively come up with the, the right system that protects the players from trolling. But the good guy watch was Latrell Mitchell – uh, before he's going in to address the, the sporting public and, and the media, sitting on the side of the road with a Rabide's fan, signing a heap of uh, clothing and memorabilia, whatever it may be, yep. and just just being part of the people. I, yeah. I really loved it.
2: Well, yeah, great. He's, a, he's a, a very good young man. Despite all the headlines and the dramas and uh, what some people think, he's a hell of a, a nice young man from yeah. everything I've been led to believe. And that leads us to this.
0: Sports Day
2: Sports Update. Yeah, what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Woogie and Sports Day with Badge. And Sats, hey, let's stay on that note. Uh, The NRL has has begun discussions with the RLPA Sats about um, a unified approach to handle online trolling.
3: Yeah, well, Latrell Mitchell um, and the NRL and Rugby Leagues Players Association, but mainly Latrell Mitchell has has come out and he said, I want to try and um, engage players trying to um, contact and communicate with the local authorities against online trolling so I I suppose as players they try and get through it themselves listen let's just you know let's delete someone or let's stop that person following me uh, block them whatever it may be but still there's always a way to get to the players And, and a lot of people will say badge and People from our age demographic will say it's quite easy. Don't go on social media. In our 40s, yep. Yeah, but in saying that, social media is very important to players for a number of reasons, whether it's pub,
2: pub, um, publicity, public relations, marketing, whatever it may be. They're just staying in contact with their, their friends and their fans. Yeah, and Latrell Mitchell, he had this to say about online bullying.
0: This stuff that goes on on social media and, and in our public, it's it's it's, it's uncalled for and it and and I say no to it. I want it to stop and you know we don't need it in society. Not even you know the rugby league community. We need to worry about. It's about the, the general public. It's about you know our well-being and. Um, you know, online bullying and, and cyber bullying and all this stuff, you know, it's, it only takes that one message for someone, you know, not as strong as me that can't take the, the criticism and, and, you know, for them to go and do some self-harm and today I'm taking a stand on it and um, I just want, want everyone out there to know that, you know, you can stand up for it too and I just want to send a message out there that, you know, I thank you for the support I've, I've received over the last couple of days and I just wanted to know and everyone to know that, you know, I'm behind this and I'm setting the standard now that this is, this is not on and, um, you know, if you see it, call it
2: out. Good. I hope, I hope this amounts to something and they can do something. It's a very difficult one, I imagine. Uh, could you go as far as saying, look, if you're going to um, troll someone online, you've got to supply your uh, your name and address. Um, Mum's basement in wherever you are. <laughs> uh, that, you know, it, it's a difficult one and, and trolls want to get a response. The easy thing that we say, as you say, Sats, we go, oh, just get off social media, but it's not... It's not as simple as that. Um, I hope they can do something about it.
3: Well, they're trying to plan some sort of system. And I don't know how they do it with the the current um, platforms of social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, Twitter. That um, you can't actually, you can't actually, the general public can't connect private message, what they call a DM, you know, mm-hmm. direct message to a player. Where we saw uh, one of the Morris
2: boys was throughout the year was was. Um, he cops something over gambling because a, a punter missed out on missed a Missed out on a multi, multi,
3: whatever it may be. So the ability not to be able to contact the, the players direct. Mm. Uh, so there are, there are a lot of good reasons why they need social media. Maybe, and Woogie brought this up earlier on before, maybe they get someone to run their run their. Yeah, account. perhaps. Mm. Uh, look,
2: I'll tell you what, some smarter people than us are listening to our show. Scotty Sattler, as we know, we love your texts every night. What do you think? How, how, how do we get around this? What can they do? 0477 736, 736. Send us a text.
3: Now, breaking news has just come out from the Sydney Morning Herald only two minutes ago. The NRL's bold plan to split the competition into two conferences as part of expansion push. Now, uh, the uh, Wayne Bender's throwing his support behind the concept. The NRL has pitched a proposal to split the competition, two conferences, which would see new teams added in Brisbane and New Zealand as part of the game's bold expansion so plan. two
2: t- conferences of nine. I yes. Think there's, I think there's nine teams... In and around the Greater Sydney area, mm. and the, and and it could be the rest, or yep. that actually that does give uh, an, a distinct advantage to the sides that don't have to travel too much at all. If you just play that, but yeah, they could. Um, they've had a number of ideas they've tossed around about how to how to uh, put those conferences together each year based on where you finish the season before. It. Uh, I can see some merit in it. Um, yeah. You play, yeah. So they're trying to get out twenty five games, aren't they? So if you play your conference once. And everyone else twice, something like that. Nine, nine, twenty-six year, or the other way around. Mm. Um, that could work. Yeah, Abdo and Valandis They've met with several clubs
3: over the past fortnight to outline the long-term vision for the game in regards to expansion, but how they can maximise. Of course, it's all about the money, which it should be in this day and age. The future broadcast right deal. So if they get yes two conferences and eighteen teams, a lot more money when it comes to whatever broadcaster whether it's going to be streaming, 9, 10, whoever it may be.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, Now, the Tigers uh, have had a – well, they're trying to do something about the way they're going and They've had a a bonding session. Love it. Uh, Have you ever had a bonding session during the season? I know the answer from you, Sats, because uh, you played uh, a while ago, a few years ago. You played a lot longer than I played than a lot longer Bonding ago than was you. was like and a weekly occurrence. Oh, it was. It was compulsory. Under Bob McCarthy at South in Brisbane, you know, he, he came from South and the Bulldogs, of course, and he coached South in Brisbane when I was there before Wayne Bennett. And, um, you know, you had to go to the, the Monday night um, beer night or have a few beers after training, whether it was the club or at the pub up the road. <laughs> but it wasn't a massive night. It wasn't a massive night. Um but, yeah, there was – you know, you would have – did you ever do that to try to get yourselves absolutely. back on track?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the two that stand out was 1997. We were at the Gold Coast Chargers, and we had to win the last game of the season, which is against Manly, who are the current premiers, and had just won the won the minor premiership that year by the length of the straight. We had to beat them in the last round to make the finals. So on the Monday night, Phil Economides, we turn up at training and there's a bus wedding and we turn up with our training gear mid-afternoon and everyone on the bus. So we got on the bus and went to this local hotel, the Treetops Tavern on the Gold Coast. Uh-huh. And stayed there for, I don't know, seven, eight hours, six or seven hours. Couldn't scratch ourselves.
2: And then went and trained. And then
3: turned up Tuesday morning and trained. He just flogged us. We went out and we, we ended up beating Manly by about 20 Ah. Think, and qualified for the finals so for the first time. How,
2: how does it – yeah, I, yeah, I kind of know. Yeah, it's just about trying to get players to know each other a bit better and you let your guard down a just, bit when I you've think, had a yeah, couple th-
3: of I think, I think you just beers. relax.
2: As everyone, you relax.
3: You relax and you you take all the stress out of the situation. You can sometimes be brutally honest. I've I've been at bonding sessions where two teammates have punched on in the car park and – an hour later, they got their arm around each other telling each other how much they love, yeah, love each yeah, other. Yeah, there you go. 2001, Roy Simmons, actually, we were about to play at Roosters. We got the wooden spoon that year. They were the runners-up. And he took us out to Wallachia Pub on a Monday night. And, again, we're, we end up back at Craig Gow's house at some ungodly hour swimming in the pool and carrying on like jerks. And uh, police came around and told us all to go home and we're making too much noise and
2: played the Roosters that Saturday night. and You won again for sure. I think we beat
3: them by 30, something oh, like that. It was ridiculous. So you can't just do
2: it every week. I know. No, you can't do it every week. I know. Hey, do you, remember the, we're... do you remember the old days back at the pub when blokes had a disagreement, had a bit of a fight? They'd go outside, they'd rip the shirts off, have a fight, and then one would win, the other would hit, one would hit the ground, and that'd be it. Yeah. And then you'd go, come on, let's go inside and have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Some would be a bit of blood nose or something. But there wasn't, there wasn't the, they just didn't go on with it and the kicking and all that. Craig Gower and Steve Carter, young bull, old
3: bull. That was like every. That was like every Tuesday.
2: They <laughs> 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 told me about Bobby McCarthy,
3: the great um, Bobby McCarthy, uh, when he played for South Sydney through the 60s and 70s. My dad was telling me him and the great, late great, rest in peace, John Lurch O'Neill, he said they used to go down to the, I'm pretty sure it was a cauliflower hotel, every night before the game and they'd have six schooners. Uh, every the uh, night before, night before the game? The night before a game?
2: Yeah, six schooners. Well, was that, that was that was the Johnny Raper rule, was it? Yeah. Go and have a few before the game. We're not recommending the players do that now, but times uh, yeah, were a little bit mm. uh, different. Um, now, Tom Dearden and Brodie Croft both have been dropped by Kevi Walters at the Broncos. Uh, Anthony Milford comes back after just two weeks out. He's supposed to be gone for four minimum. Tyson Gamble as well. Um, bit of a gamble, but I guess when the, your side's playing as poorly as Brisbane is, yeah. you need to do something. Kevin needs to try to get him back on track. I see his, I see his brother, Kerrod says... Uh, now, of course, Tom Dearden has gone. He's, well, he's going at the end of the year. At this stage, to the Cowboys, um, I say at this stage, and you know they could try to bring that forward. But um, Kerr what reckons Kevy should go after Adam Reynolds mm. as a for their their next halfback?
3: Adam Reynolds, or I spoke about last night, Sean Johnson. I'm hearing Sean Johnson is one of their um their targets. Right. Um. When you look at Adam Reynolds, he's probably what they need. Again, I always talk about your half needs to be an extension of the coach. You need to be able to have a player that is, is an extension. Ricky Stewart and Tim Sheens. Yeah, Ricky was the extension of Tim on the field. Whatever we needed to do, Ricky would get us to do it. Mm. Um, Adam Reynolds is like that. He takes a lot of pressure off, especially off a, of a rookie coach. And Kevy still is a rookie coach when it comes to being a head coach in the NRL. So he needs an extension somewhere on the team of him getting delivering the messages across to the players and you need a mature player to do that can Sean johnson do that don't know him well enough could adam reynolds do that absolutely oh, and they, and
2: they lack that leadership don't they and that mature player that i I doubt very two. much that adam reynolds
3: at 30 and 30. again don't know him well enough got four children young family does he does he take them out of sydney
2: what an experience for him
3: adam absolutely that's a good way
2: to look at move and-
3: it but if there's something that's closer to home, and I'm meaning Sydney CBD or whether it's the Shire, whatever it may be, well, he doesn't have to uproot the family yes, too much yeah, when right. it comes to education. What, and I've never, been, an, a, I've never a, I've been a big believer of that. I just think that, you know, it's a, it's a job. It's a game. You've got to go wherever the opportunities are, wherever you can secure your your future for your family financially. And I I agree with you. It's especially, an adventure,
2: especially if it's for seven hundred thousand a year. Yeah. Um. Some uh, some players that are out. We will go through the teams uh, in greater detail uh, pretty soon in the show. But uh, Jason Tamalolo back for the Cowboys. We're going to talk to uh, Toddie Payton soon. Josh Papali has been rested, so Ricky just wants him to find Papali'i, That is sorry yep. for the Raiders and wants him to find his mojo. Um, and he'll be doing that from the uh, from the grandstand. Ryan Madison back for the Eels. He must have missed four or five games with that, that heavy head knock that he mm-hmm. copped from uh, um, Felice fusi Happy Korosau back. This is the big for one. For your Panthers. Scotty the Panthers. I mean, yeah, they've been big. going so Can good. they get
3: better? And Mitch Kenny has it, been
0: sensational.
2: Yeah, Apicorosau adds another dimension in attack, doesn't it? Yeah. He? And Benny Hunt returns for the uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons. So a couple of weeks out for him. Uh, now – Teenage superstar Sam Walker is poised to sign a fresh deal. looks like a five-year contract yeah. to commit to the Roosters long-term. I asked you last night, what's he worth, Sats? Um, plenty. I, I plenty. If, 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 oh, I would if I know no, if you forget what you get at the Roosters, and we, we might not know straight away, but i tell you what, some other clubs would snap him up.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: For a lot of money, and a the, lot of money.
3: The lower on the ladder you are, the higher the the price tag as well. I, I wouldn't sign for five years if I was Sam Walker. I'd. I'd sign for three. Yeah, I think maybe year four, year five. If if uh, if he is just going gangbusters and he's got fifty games under his belt, whatever it may be, sixty games under his belt, and uh, his worth could be more than a million dollars. Just say he's a million dollar player for argument's sake. For three
2: years, he could be selling himself short. Yeah, he really suits this. uh the, the game, the way it's being played at the moment, with the six agains and the off the back of you know good play, the balls. Um, Alrighty, uh, James Tedesco has also been named for the Roosters. He uh, he has to pass his concussion protocols. If he doesn't, young Sawali, Joseph Sawali, yeah, his jersey twenty, I think he'll be. He looks like he'd get a run. Would it be
3: fair to say, Badge, the way that the Roosters have handled concussion, and I think they've been ahead of the game in relation to the way they've dealt with their players and the well and the health and well-being yep. of their players. I think it might be safe to say, Tedesco, although named and will go through the protocols this week, I. I I don't think he'll play because not only did Jordan Pereira get him, but earlier on, he uh, Tyrell Philly Mayano got him high as well. Oh, so okay. He copped a couple of high shots, so I'd be surprised if Tedesco plays. Mm. Mm.
2: All righty, uh, that is what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sat. So he's waiting on the line uh, very patiently. Todd Payton, the coach of the North Queensland Cowboys, will join us next on Sports Day.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
3: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats and a team that's on the rise. They've won the last three. The North Queensland Cowboys and took a big scalp last week. The Canberra Raiders and it was a great come from behind win, showing some really promising signs for their new coach Toddie Payton. And he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Todd?
4: Hey guys, how are we?
3: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us um, once again and always giving with your time. Um, and after the the win on the weekend, did you sit down as a coaching as a coaching group and and just say that? They're starting to see the signs that you you anticipated you were going to see when you took on the role?
4: Oh, look, we, yeah, we've had a couple of conversations. We've been taking some small steps forward, you know, in the previous couple of games. And, you know, last Saturday game against the Raiders, we, we put it together for even longer. So I think it was a good um, it's a good way for our players to believe in themselves and believe that if we play the game the right way, our game is good enough. So that was our message post-game and in our review. Um, You know, we've got to put pressure on the opposition and, um, you know, give energy to gain energy. So that's playing the right way. That's the way we look at it. Yeah, another step forward for us.
3: What part of the weekend, especially come from behind against a a team who'll regard as one of the the competition favourites, what parts of the efforts... Stood out the most for you and your and your uh, your assistant coaches.
4: Yeah, I thought our control was was much better. Obviously, our ball control, but you know, our halves you know, kept it simple and we kicked the corners and we just chased those kicks really hard and tried to turn the, the big camera forwards around. And I, I think we only made one error in our second half, and that mm. was Val on a kick receipt, you know, underneath the posts, which was um, you know, which put them under under the pressure and the fatigue that the games become about. And, um, you know, there's some good performances, I thought, across, I thought both hookers did really well. I thought Valentine Holmes, you know, looked most comfortable at fullback with his effort on effort and mm-hmm. with his line organisation and probably getting back to the athlete he was before he went over to the NFL. And uh, the outside of that, I think Cohen Hess is making a real fist of playing in the middle and um you know, we had some other good performance. I think my tau he was in doubt up until game day. His back spasmed the night before. And for a young kid, it was you know, there was, you know, was a bit of a deer in headlights. The following morning, he was in a lot of pain. And I think it just proved a point to him that he can play hurt and pass the medical test and had some really strong carries for us coming our own in. So across the board, we had, you know, several. Well, most of the boys played pretty well.
2: hmm yeah, you did, and and I I like that Cohen Hess move. We spoke about this Sats and I'd, Yeah, I'd likened it to Dane Carla when he's at the Broncos. Just forces him to just be involved, to be involved, mm. to be involved, to be just to play tough around the middle and forget about all the wide stuff. Um, hey, is it nice? Do you think you're at the stage you're pretty settled on your lineup, Todd? Can you maybe see a few more tweaks as the season goes on? I mean, I know you have switched around a, a few times with a few players yep. and and you've got big uh, Jason Tamalolo back, which is a bonus. But pretty well settled, do you think at the yep. moment?
4: Oh, we're settled at the moment. We've you know, the first month or three weeks four weeks of the competition, our, our mindset as coaches to get our best footballers in the team and we had a couple of guys that weren't in their preferred position but um, through form and a couple of injuries we've had to tweak that and the last three, four weeks have been pretty consistent. So I can't see us making huge decisions in that in those key key positions and you know Jason to come back into the team this week he's got a couple of days of training to get through before he's cleared to play but another positive for us um i think our bench is pretty strong um we just understand our game we're still trying to create our own identity as a, as a team and um you know we've got a chance to do that again against um against the warriors
2: yeah how important is it for a player like it? i look at Jake Grant, is that kettle boiling, mate? Is, uh, you got the kettle on in the oh, background. No, sorry, oh. uh, it's a It's a, win, it's a draft. It oh, <laughs> mate. You're, in, on. you're in Townsville. We understand. Yeah. It's 43 degrees in <laughs> in April. Hey, Jake Granville, to cop it on the chin and come off the bench and just be so enthusiastic. Um, it's it's must be pleasing as a coach because there's tough calls to make and you don't know how players are going to respond when they're they're normally a starter.
4: Yep. No, Jake's, mate, he's experienced and he's a tough kid and he's a low-maintenance player to coach because he just wants to get out there and play. Um, I know he wants to be a starter, but at the moment, the best fit for us is him coming off the bench when the opposition's a little bit fatigued and he's he's got 30 minutes just to go all out, you know? And then the way it worked on the weekend, we had Reece Robson go back on at lock because we, you know, we lost a player. So um, both the boys... Competed hard And just got their job done
3: He reminds me a lot of Luke Prittis Reese Robson The way that he plays Toddy I, I, I love His input at the moment Starting yeah, the game He's, he's high work rate Hasn't he
4: I think he spends money A bit more Willingly than Prittis
3: That's <laughs> 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 true <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, but he's a good player. Now, with um, Scotty Drinkwater, I, I love his cavalier attitude. Sometimes it can put the, the team in a, yeah. in a bit of a hole, but his cavalier attitude I think is is quite refreshing for a rugby league team. I think he'd be a nightmare to play against, I suppose, which is a, a <laughs> plus for you. How how do you manage the fine line of trying not to eradicate that entirely out of his game?
4: Yeah, no, he provides us with some X-factor. Um you know, he's openly stated that he wants to be a 5'8", and he's and we've spoken about it. Um, but being a 5'8 also holds you accountable to the team. So um, you've got to direct the team around, and you've got to take charge of our last plays and get our kicking right. And if he can do that, I've, that's that's where his biggest development and biggest improvement comes as a 5'8". And, no, well, I encourage him to back what he sees just needs to make the right decisions, you know, more often than not. Yeah. So he, he reminds me so much of a young Benj. you know, like just, he's an out-and-out out touch player, super skillful, super quick, and they just have a crack at every opportunity within the con- – with, you know, not within the context of the game. And it took Benj a little while to get that right, and um, Scotty's certainly developing that. And um, I thought his game on the weekend – he had great control.
3: Yeah, he did. Yeah, pretty deceptive. He's kicking game too. Now, if you want to park Scotty Drinkwater at the moment, you're unsigned for 2022, you've had some, a couple of key signings throughout the week in, in Chad Townsend and reports Tommy Dearden has, has signed there as well. Now, in 2022, if both were to play in the halves in a perfect world, who wears number six?
4: Yeah, I'm unsure, mate. I can't predict something that's going to happen in, you know, six months or more. Um, look. You know, Drink is in the same position as he was, you know, he will be next year if he's here, and hopefully we can get that deal done, that he is in right now. So what we've done, we've gone out and replaced uh, Michael Morgan, who's a senior half, and a young half who's Jake Clifford, and we've gone out and replaced that. So essentially he'll be in the same position. I think it's good for our club to have quality players competing for positions. So how that evolves, I'm unsure. I'm not going to make bold statements six months out from the fact <laughs> Um, hopefully we can get Scotty's deal done, and we've got quality players that are uh, at our disposal from
2: week to week. Yeah, they keep pushing each other. Then uh, after, can I just ask you about that? Though? you signed Chad Townsend just over a week ago, was there a conversation well, then about whether to keep chasing Tom Dearden? Because for some of us from the outside looking in, they look pretty similar in the way that they play. So was there ever a, a, a discussion around whether to keep chasing him, or would the offer just stay on the table?
4: No, uh, the office stayed on the table. Uh, Tommy's, you know, got a long career ahead of him. So that was a really long-term decision for us as a club. Um, you know, Chad coming in provides us with a real stable leader who is a good person, who's really professional and who is who has the ability to teach our young halves how to play the game the right way. So, you know, that's that's... Why we went the direction with Chad? Um, you know, I know he's excited about you know the new challenge ahead of him, and not just for him, but for his family to come north. And um, he's an incredible guy, and we're really looking forward to working with him. Yeah, yeah
3: clean skin, good family man's what you need around the club. Toddy, um, they're playing the Warriors this week, and uh, you know a fair bit about their players. Is that that intel work, do you think with your uh, with your preparation?
4: think it helps, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I don't know if they've changed their calls or not, but um, <laughs> many teams run the same shapes. Um, we'll have an understanding of what those shapes are called. Um, the difference, I guess, with the Warriors, is they've got some pretty good athletes and pretty good footballers within their team that can break games apart, you know? So um, I think they're a bigger team than what, what I had at the back end of last year. Um, they offload the ball and they play a really tough, um, controlled game through the middle of the park, all coming off Wade Egan. So um, I've enjoyed watching them play this year.
2: Mm. It will be a tough game, no doubt at all. Todd, at uh, Central Coast Stadium as well, Sunday 2 pm, that game. Uh, Toddie Payton, the coach of the Cowboys. Thanks for – what's that, Sat? You, you're good? You look like he want to say Yeah, no, something. I was just going
3: to say, I was it's talking about to, dancing. I was talking to Junior Paulo during the week and he oh. claims that he would beat you in a dancing competition <laughs> if your lives depended on it.
4: Oh, mate, I'm not going to mess with that. So, have you seen him?
2: He wants to know what you're weighing in at, Todd, at the moment, so he can –
4: no, he's got me
2: covered by heaps of weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not. He's not riding his bike up uh, Castle Hill at Cape Town as well. <laughs> like Toddy, you were you a little bit concerned uh, about
3: the amount of sweat in your under your armpits um, when you were stressing <laughs> the other night yeah, during the game?
4: There. Yeah, no, it was. It's another thing that was um, brought up to me by um, texts or <laughs> comments by our players in the last couple of days. So, um, yeah, it was. Pretty hot in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: have, have you noticed your yeah. go-to your go-to nervous uh, energy is to get up off your chair and lean against the window?
4: You've, you've worked that out, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I've always not been able to sit still in the box. Um, it kind of gets on Stressful. being young's nerves a little bit. <laughs> but I'm the boss, so <laughs> do what I
2: want. We, we have mentioned to a couple of your players that when you have a a great win, big performance. Everyone's pumped up. They should try to get you to dance afterwards, but obviously they haven't haven't pushed they haven't that done line that yet.
3: yet. They reckon five in a row. Oh, right. well, that's a well, tougher well, horse. told me off <laughs> air that when we win five in a row, he'll dance so, for the team. So, and
4: anyway.
2: that'll be co- on on, on um, dressing room camera, of course. Yeah, exactly. Your beauty. Yeah. Hey, Toddy, we do appreciate your time, mate. And uh, yeah, good luck. Hope you keep the roll going this week against the Warriors.
0: No worries. Thanks for thanks for that, boys. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
3: Now, hot topic time.
1: Yeah, good interview with uh, Toddy Payton, boys. It's uh, What I love about him, by the way, before we get into our hot topic, is just his honesty. You ask him a question, he answers it. A lot of coaches manage to dance around the answer. Dance. I think we've got to dance. get off the around. dance. He's, he's a good dancer. He's getting a
2: bit antsy about the dance questions at the yeah. end. I think you we've got what? to go somewhere else. You know what so I
3: love that's... about Toddie is if you don't know Toddy, um, off mic and off the cameras, out of outside of the, the public, he he's a really serious. relaxed and and a really easygoing guy, and he's still getting used to this head coaching role and having Mm. to answer questions, but when you actually get him to just peel back and relax a little bit, he's a really enjoyable guy to talk to.
1: He sweat more in Townsville on Saturday night than Brad Arthur did in Darwin. Oh, he's a
3: bad sweater, isn't he? (laughs) Surrendous.
1: Hey, boys, speaking of sweating, in India at the moment, of course, COVID. uh, We mentioned it last night, and we're talking about it again tonight. Uh, It's a tsunami of cases uh, going through the country, 350,000 cases a day, up to 300 people dying a day, only in the nation's capital. This is Delhi as well. Hospitals are overrun, car parks are overrun. They and think IPL... by
3: August they could possibly
1: have a million yeah, deaths. It's, 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 COVID. it's sad. It's absolutely sad. And our Aussie cricketers made the decision to go to the IPL. And interesting thing, Badge, that you said at the top of the show, and I don't think many people know this, but Chris Lynn has come out today and said that Cricket Australia takes 10% of the players' IPO contract. Yes. Mm. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know it either. I think it's incredible. So and he reckons
2: they should use that money No, really? to, to get them home. Well,
1: I, well I, what I, get they
2: why they,
3: I get why they go because they're seven-figure sums and very rarely do you get off of that sort of money to, to play your sport. Oh, so we all would, wouldn't you? I, they, I get why you go and the, and the risks and... You go against medical advice, but you say, no, if the protocols are right and we're going to be quarantined away from the public and whatever it may be, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to give it a chance. But, I mean, if they make the decision to go and pay healthy amounts of money to go, I can't see why Australian cricket, even though they take some of uh, their wage, I can't see why Australian cricket, when they're not playing in an Australian conference tournament,
2: need to get them home. If, they, if they're earning the
3: big country. money, they should just pay for their own way home.
2: Well, all flights have been cancelled. Yeah. So, so they're that stuck anyway. Yeah, that, they're stuck anyway. However, yeah, they might then be working, because that's until May 15th, is what I heard today. Mm. They might be working on other ways to get home. or well, to get out of India and maybe go to somewhere, that, like go to Singapore or somewhere yeah. that might let them do that, should Australian, should Cricket Australia help them? Um, or, or, well, I think it's easy to sit here and go, no, no, what about everyone else that's over there? But... I think of it in the context, that's, if it was your son Jack mm. and he was over there and he's saying, Dad, I, I really want to get out. I'm feeling, you know, it's, we think it's dangerous or um, you know, we can't help. I'm going to make a contribution, but I, I want to get out and there's a way to get out. I, you, I reckon you'd support him all the way. And I'd do that with, with my son Tom. And I think, well, you, Yeah, I would. You know, it's easy to look at him and go, oh, they're rich. They're highly paid. Cricketers just suck it up and hang around there as long as you have to and, and don't get special treatment. But, but, you know, if there's a way to get out for them, then – I haven't
1: got an issue with it. But, Badge, how can you justify helping do that when everyday Aussies are stranded who can't come home? Well, I who, think as long who, as – well, you try to help those everyday Aussies get out as well. You so, can yeah, No, but
2: you can't. But you can't help everyone. My wife if you was can in help India. some, help
3: them. My wife was in India the weekend COVID broke. That's right. Last year. Mm. And she was at the airport in India about to get on a flight and she was told, no, you're not allowed to leave the country and you could be here for months. And she had an, uh, some Australian official came out of nowhere, was a white knight, didn't get his name or anything, and said, "Come with me now, her and a friend," and just got them through onto their flight. Wow. Then they landed in uh, Singapore, and they were told they're not going to leave there. And for some reason, another white knight arrived out of, out of nowhere and got them through and onto their flight home to Australia. Gee.
1: I, I'd be concerned she's hanging out with white knights. Yeah, me now, too. That's two be, white knights, two girls oh, travelling yeah, together. Yeah, two pretty girls, <laughs> so, I suppose, so yeah. 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 you
3: got to use what you got, I think. Uh, but in saying wow. that, um, you know, if, if the Australian cricketers were able to come home and my wife was still left over there, I'd be
1: filthy. Absolutely. I'd be absolutely filthy. Yeah. Mm. And the question – you question the Australian cricketers that they're happy to take a seat on a plane when others can't. You know, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah, you, know, I, you just can't do that. But if anyway. it's a special plane and
2: it's been chartered for them, uh, you know, do you expect them to go, no, you know what, oh, I'm not going because other people can't go. It is a dilemma. I do
3: agree mm. with you also. That, I mean, if we, we're in a perfect world, if we're able to get Australians who want to get out of India, some may still want to stay there mm. for whatever reason, and the cricketers as well. And we get them – because you don't want to wish anyone to, be, to continue staying in a dangerous environment. I yep. mean, that's, that's
2: inhumane. Yeah, and, and I'll just throw that text number out there because I'm sure our listeners are as passionate about this either way as we are. Zero um, four double seven seven three six seven three six. should they get preferential treatment? The Aussie cricketers, highly paid cricketers, should they get special treatment and be uh, whisked out of India – uh, when other Aussies can't get out.
3: And Badge, you may have family members that are stuck over in India. If you have got family members yeah. or friends that are in India currently, uh, Texas, zero four double seven seven three
2: six seven three six, or, or anywhere overseas for that matter. Yeah. it's uh, Should they be getting preferential treatment?
3: Absolutely. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Four stay news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand.
1: Yeah, boys, I thought you I'd do bring, these. Yeah, well, I've got the late-breaking news for you today, and oh, I yeah. just wanted to throw this at you. Yeah. I've already broken that, the two conferences. Yeah, that's big, but not as big as this. Uh, an Australian man who claims to be the secret son of Prince Charles <laughs> and Camilla is taking his fight to I court. I don't know why I'm laughing about that. As he gathers uh, more evidence to back up his claims, Queenslander Simon Sunline Winks <laughs> was... B- was born in the UK in April 1966 before being adopted by a family of horses uh, who had links to the Queen's stable. The 55-year-old claims he was conceived in 1965. <laughs> now this is serious news, boys. This could change the whole... So he was conceived in 1965. But with Apparently these claims with Charles... And an 18-year-old Camilla. So how old was Charles? 17. And oh. apparently they did it in the stable.
2: Oh.
1: What are you making this stuff up? You can't make that up. What's his name again? <laughs> his name is Simon Sunline Winks. <laughs> is that a giveaway? <laughs> is that a giveaway? <laughs> I've never seen Badge laugh so much. It's just a fitting of story, but not Sunline Winks. You've thrown that in, but... It's a fair story doing the rounds today, and apparently he was conceived after a far lap dance.
2: <laughs> oh, will you stop it? All oh, no, we got to move. Now, we gotta move. Do this. this.
1: Get range of confidence oh. for the price of a quad visit your local Polaris dealer today. Team list Tuesday. That's really – that's the funniest you've ever been.
2: Oh, God. I can't talk. That's Raiders funny. and Rabbitohs are going to try to get through. Oh, the big news is that uh, the Rabbitohs eye- – well, the Rabbitohs got 1-17. to 17. The Raiders, after a pretty ordinary performance last week, Josh Papali'i is mm. being rested. Uh, so he won't uh, he won't make the game. And ja- uh, Jared Croker is out uh, as well, injured. So big news for that uh, that first up game. The next one is the Storm and Sharks. That's the first out, game Friday trying night. Trying to
3: figure out why the Raiders aren't as potent as what they were. And I'm, uh. I'm thinking that Charles Nichol Klukstar, obviously his energy brings bad around the middle of the field is really important to them.
2: Yeah, there's something just not quite right, yeah. is there?
3: Yeah, the first game on Friday is a storm against the Sharks. Uh, Ryan Papenhausen is still out. They think he's going to be out for another two weeks. Nico Hines has been really good in the fullback position. Um, but uh, Jennings is out with concussion. Tom Eisenhuth goes in the centres. Remus Smith uh, goes uh, onto the wing. And uh, for the Sharks, um, there's been several changes to the side. But Wade Graham head knock and Aiden Tolman suspension. They're back on deck, and Will Chambers named to play his first game in the centres.
2: Broncos and Titans, the late game, uh, the big clash, and Brisbane, who are just struggling. They brought Milford back after just two weeks. Tyson Gamble will partner him in the halves. Croft and Dearden both dropped, uh, and for the Titans, Anthony Don's back first game uh, since round four. So Philip Sami. Shifts into the uh, into the centres and Herman SES he gets his first game uh, on the bench and last week uh, Sam McIntyre had his first game. Was for good, the time, and he was very very good. The so. feeder
3: up against Payne Haas will be yeah. worth the uh, the price of admission. I think uh, the Saturday game is the three o'clock game. Panthers in Carrington Park in Bathurst up against oh, the Seagulls. One of my favourite regional grounds, Bathurst to play at. They look like it's their strongest side. That on paper, the Panthers, I think even with Matty Burton in the centres, um, Momorowski's out at the moment, but Dylan Edwards is back uh, from his broken hand. Matty Burton stays in the centres, and um, and for for Manly, well, he's named the same 17.
2: All righty, and what's the next round? Bulldogs and Eels, uh, Stadium Australia, Saturday afternoon. Uh, Dallin Watenni's Lesniark. Uh, he was hospitalised just before last week's game. Uh, that that victory over Cronulla, he has been named in the reserves along with Brandon Waker. Matt Dory and Chris Smith, both have to pass their concussion protocols to uh, to play. And um, Ryan Madison is back for the Eels. Mm. What did he missed four week round two, five games. Yeah, he missed from that hit by um, Felice, Felice Cafusi. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Or oh, Isaiah Papali stays in the starting side.
3: Hey, just on that Penrith game, I forgot to mention a huge in. And you mentioned it at the start of the show, Happy, oh, happy Corrissau. yeah. Like a, they've been strong as it is, and now they're even stronger. Knights versus Roosters on on Saturday as well, uh, which is a seven thirty game. Adam O'Brien, Adam O'Brien's named the same seventeen that fought pretty hard against Penrith and uh, the Roosters. Well, they've named Tedesco fullback. As we said earlier on, he's got to pass the protocol. Semi Verrells, he's been penciled in again, as well. So, uh, all in all, both teams uh, pretty much look the same.
2: Right, out, two to go. Uh, Warriors and uh, Cowboys at Central Coast Stadium. Tohu Harris and Dave Fositer both out. Geez, they've had a bad run with injuries. Mm. The uh, the Warriors and still seem to be going okay. Um, Adam Pompey. Comes back into the side, and uh, two of us, Sheck goes back to fullback. Hey, um, debutant last week, Reese Walsh, had a really good game really the back. Really good. He's slotting into the halves. He's at 5'8", and uh, Rocco Berry, also a debutant. He keeps his place in the centres. And for the Cowboys, big Jason Tamalolo's back. That's a big boost for them at uh, Central Coast... Stadium, and I think that's about all that happens there. Uh, oh, Mitch Dunn, he's out. He replaced Mitch Dunn because he's Holmes out suspended. Versus Roger two of us are Yeah, that's a good one. Val isn't Holmes it? was
3: really good last yeah, week. Yeah, he was. He's he's starting to. You know, talking to Toddy Payton, he's right, wasn't he? He's starting Which to look like screwed. that player before he went to the NFL.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it, it took him a while to sort of slot back into fullback.
3: Yeah, what's what's the next game? Oh, it's the uh, Dragons up against the Tigers at at Wollongong. The last one. Yeah, this is Sunday afternoon, and. Um, both teams really disappointing on the weekend. Uh, ben Hunt, he makes his return from the broken leg. Of course, uh, Jordan Prayer has gone for three weeks and Ra- uh, Michele Ravalawa is gone for,
2: for two weeks he as well. He copped that three weeks' uh, yeah. guilty plea, didn't he? Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, West Tigers, Joey yeah. Lalua, he's um, come back from a suspected broken thumb. He replaced in the centres. Michael Cheekian was main, named in there last week and uh, Yutuk Amanu has been relegated to the interchange bench. Alex Twal, who was probably their best player, has gone from lock to the front row as well.
2: Mm. So, all yeah. right. Well, that's, uh, that rounds up uh, the team lists for round eight of the NRL. Uh, no text yet about our uh, the uh, supposed love child of Charles and Camilla, but we have got one. Um, who have we got there? Oh, talking about the cricket. Uh, G'day, Badge and Sats. The ACB and cricket players should use the money to help get all the Aussies that want to leave out of India. Cheers, mm. Jonesy from Wagga. Well, it's causing a bit of a furor. But all, all the, the Aussies, not just the cricket players. All oh, the Aussies. Yes, there I you like go. That That's a great idea. We'll yeah. have a hell
1: of a lot of money there. So, and and Danger in Cairns, by the way, left his phone in Darwin, so he's on his missus's phone. Oh, oh is he? Yeah. Oh, he went up for the big game. Yeah. Watch his ear play. He only play. just got back. He sure did. Don't drink right and text. <laughs> this is Danger. It's a sports day for
2: Kia. Introducing the all new Kia Cardinal, Australia's first GUV.
0: to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game?